Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. And welcome to another episode of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. I am the Corey C. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We don't want you to miss a single episode. We're everywhere. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Just Google Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. You'll find us. So follow the show and tell every Tiger that you know. And of course, we're back with another guest, big time guest, big man. He's coming from the West Coast. I'll let him tell you exactly where he's from. The Diesel, Big Diesel. Sir Riley, welcome to Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. What's going What's on, man? How you doing, man? Looking good. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Hey, man, we're excited to have you, man, all the way from the West Coast. So tell us the story. Where are you from, man? Throw, throw up that, that West Side for us and let us know. Represent. Mm -hmm. I'm from Inglewood, uh, California, uh, born and raised. Um, I went to high school, Pacific Palisades, California. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm from the West. I'm from the West Coast. The West Coast, the best coast. You know, I got absolutely. absolutely, absolutely. And uh, man, you you've had a journey. We want to hear about it. So, a tra officially transferring from Idaho State, but you spent four years at Washington State, right? I did. All right, got your degree over there. So, just tell us a little bit about that journey. Man, it has been a long journey. Um, coming out of high school, went to Washington State. Um, I was there for four years. Um, transferred. Uh, after I graduated, got my degree in social science there, and then I transferred to Idaho State. Um, I was working to get my degree in finance, and then I decided to transfer again. And, you know, it's all about the journey. So now I'm here at Jackson State, and there's no other place I'd rather be. Absolutely, absolutely. And we want to break all that down. But let's go back to the name, man. It's a unique name. I love it. So it's first of all, is that's what's on your birth certificate. Is it sir? Is that abbreviated? Is it short? And if that's the name, like give us the backstory. It's not short for anything. That's you know, that's, <laughs> that's my it. parents decided to call okay. me. Um, my name means respect. So um just by you know my name, it kind of commands it. So absolutely that's what my parents want it. Um, it's a strong name. Um, I love my name and I mean, that's <laughs> it's kind of funny. Anytime I tell people my name, they I, they think I'm lying to them. Or right. Right. Them. But, you know, that's my name. So the name garners respect and the game, the name and the game. Right. Yeah, they both do. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. man. So uh, fun fact about yourself. Give us something, man. A fun fact, a hidden talent. Maybe you, uh, you know, you, you lead vocalist in the church choir back home or just something <laughs> that we wouldn't expect. Uh, no, nah, I can't sing, but uh, I do like to cook um i'm a chef in my past time or in my spare time really um i like to cook i like to bake um i've been a hustler since i was like six so just baking and selling baked goods and stuff like that kind of that's that's my hobby 
Okay, so this is Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. This is family. As you already know, Jackson State is just family, period, but especially Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. So you can go ahead and and dish it, dish it, right, figuratively and literally. You like to cook, but tell us about Sarah's signature creations. You can promo. You can pub. (laughs) Promote, baby. Let's go. Look, look, during the the pandemic, um, we just had a lot of of free time on our hands um, back in Washington State, so I just kind of – Went with it. Uh, everybody who knows me knows that I could cook. So um, brownies, cheesecakes, that's what I was selling during the pandemic. Um, when it comes to food, I could do it all. Pastas. I mean, I I, I sometimes just make up stuff, really. Um, but during the pandemic, I kind of started my own bakery out in Pullman, Washington, um, with the help of a <laughs> with the help of a lot of different people um, that kind of just poured into me and showed me the right way. Um, but yeah, man, I'm like that in the kitchen. Like if anybody wants to, you know, challenge my, Uh-oh. you know, culinary skills, I get down. Be careful. This is the sip now. You know, this is how we get down in the sip. Yeah, look, look, I know y'all get down down here. I know. So what do you think? Uh, I know you've, uh, you know, tried out some of the establishments here and, uh, it had some, some good, uh, dining experiences. So how does this, the sip rank? How does it stack up coming from the an sip, expert? The sip, the sip. Look, my first, the first spot I went to. Uh, when I got out here, it was actually Stamps. Oh, so, uh, we broke you in right away. How long look, was the nap afterwards? <laughs> look, <laughs> I was asleep. Actually, so I got it before we hopped on a road trip to go uh, to one of my friends' family reunion. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope you were driving. I was driving. I Ooh, was. That's dangerous. And it was a blur. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it was a blur, but man, Stamps, that's probably one of the best burgers i've ever had um and it's local so it's not even too mm-hmm. far from campus so mm-hmm. food out here is amazing really awesome awesome yeah. and i go ahead uh, give us that ig though for sir signature creations we want to, all the fans they want to follow you and keep up that's what it is it's at sir signature um on instagram and if you like to you can follow my personal that's underscore underscore big diesel on instagram but those are my two official accounts on instagram and Search signatures where you're going to see all my food page, all my posts, anything I like to create or curate. It's going to go on there. All right. All right. So let's get to it, man. The football. So let's take it back to Washington State. Four years playing at the big time level. Just what did you learn? What was that experience like? And what can you bring to the table in terms of just what you've learned, how you can carry over here at Jackson State? I've learned a lot from that experience. Um, When I got to Washington State, I was 17. Um, I was 17. I really didn't know much about football. I just knew that I loved playing it. Um, so coming out of high school, going to play for Mike Leach um, mm. in the Air Raid, it was mm. something that I have never fully understood. I mean, past pro, we threw the ball 60, 80 times a game. Um, so coming out of high school, I was just a mauler. You know, I, I mean, I feel bad for some of those kids, but, you know, I was just dishing out pancake blocks. And when I got to Washington State, I really had to learn how to pass that. Um, and become a true, I guess, wizard at pass pro, because that's the only way you're going to make it an air raid. Um, Mm -hmm. So I I had a lot of teammates move on to the next level. A lot of them were tackles. Um, My host, when I got down to my visit at Washington State, was Andre Dillard. Um, And right now he's playing for the Titans. Um, And just taking away certain things from all of my teammates, really, Andre had great feet, and he was just a mechanic. I mean, he was a robot. Anytime he took a rep, it looked the same. It was very technical. And so I kind of try and I, I like to mirror 
some of my technique off of him because everything he did was just so was was technical. You couldn't I never really saw him lose a rep um, in practice. But being in Washington State, I learned how mm -hmm. to practice. Um, I had I learned how to be a lot more physical because um, when you're the strongest dude on the field in high school, you know, and you go up that one level, everybody's strong. So really had to hone in mm -hmm. on my technique there at Washington State um, and really just learn more about schemes and offenses. Um, and so I took a great deal of knowledge from there um, in my tenure at Washington State. And I'm grateful to have it because now I can kind of help the younger guys here, um, the freshmen, um, the sophomores, the guys that do need, I guess, a little bit, a little, a little bit of help or expertise. Um, I feel like I know what a great player looks like and I can try and offer my wisdom. And that's how I try and help our younger group right now. So. Mm -hmm. And playing over there all those years, who are some guys who you – some other guys, I know you mentioned one who you either played with or went up against that we may be familiar with, maybe they went on to the next level or just helped you become better just through, throughout that competition or even uh, you know, tutoring? I mean, Andre was definitely the first. Um, most recently, Abraham Lucas. Um, right now he's playing for Seattle Seahawks, and he was locked down um, mm -hmm. this past season. And when he would come back and – come and watch our spring practices. I just ask him a couple questions. Um, I mean, a lot of the guys that were there, they they were really happy to give back um, when it came to just sharing tools and expertise. Um, but I mean, Andre and Abe Lucas are just, those are different type of linemen. So oh. those two dudes, I, I like to uh, just emulate um, mm -hmm. in both their different kind of, uh, personalities really mm -hmm. yeah awesome man and you, we, we got to talk about it man you mentioned playing playing for the legend himself mike leach of course uh you know we had the pleasure of having him here in the state of mississippi mm -hmm. i know that was it was tough loss for college football as a whole but i know it's a little bit more personal to you so uh share a story or anything you want to share i mean <laughs> coach leach was certainly a anybody that knows him knows that he's just a funny dude and he does things his own way um I just remember my freshman year, uh, our fall camps, he would always take us to Lewiston, um, which was about an hour, hour and a half away. He'd take us to Lewiston Clark State College. Um, and that's where we would hold our fall camp. Um, and it was a lot hotter. It definitely wasn't on campus. Um, but his reason for doing that, I believe, was to help the team bond um, and just get rid of all the other distractions. But uh, there was this one time after practice, he took us all to uh, this pool and we got him to do a belly flop. <laughs> so, I mean, he was just a fun guy. He was very meticulous, but he was a really great coach and he'll be missed. Absolutely. Definitely. Definitely. Mr. Rat that college football, football in general, okay. definitely big loss. All right. So you get your degree, obviously a proud alumnus of, of Washington state and decided yeah. to make a move. What uh, initially uh, was the thought process behind making that move and to talk about your time at Idaho state, obviously you were able to uh, be a full-time starter there. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, when I was hopping into the portal, I was really just trying to look for a place that I would excel, um, a place that I would be able to start and not only just start, but also have an impact on. Um, and so it was kind of crazy. The first time in the portal, um, I had a majority of big sky schools mm -hmm. uh, and I had one HBCU. Um, okay. I took a visit to Alabama A&M. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, I did. I took a visit to Alabama A&M. I took a visit to Idaho State and I took a visit to Northern Colorado um, my first time in the portal. 
Uh, I was just looking for a coaching staff that was really, they were just tight with each other. Mm -hmm. Uh, My time at Washington State, I had three or four head coaches and maybe about five, six different position coaches while I was at Washington State. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was just really looking for stability. I was looking for a staff that had been there and didn't want to leave. Um, And I ended up choosing Idaho State. Um, At the time, it was a great decision for me. Um, Coach Ragel, you know, he was a really great coach um, and he wanted the best out of me. He helped get the best out of me. Um, but at the end of that season, he ended up leaving to uh, Arizona State. So okay, um, it was just one of those things, man. The the coaching carousel in college football is always going around. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it was one of those things. I was grateful for the opportunity because I was able to hoop. So. You said you were able to hoop? I mean, ball, you know what I mean? Okay, I like, okay. No, I, was, I was about to say, did you play basketball there too? No, 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 no. I wouldn't no. be surprised. What's that What's that hiding weight? I'm six foot three, six foot four, 320. Okay, okay. All right. You know, not bad in the post. Not bad, bad post no. player. I'm not bad in so, the post. So Idaho State, we have another transfer from Idaho State, of course, we uh, Brandon Johnson. Were you were y'all there at the same time, teammates? We were there at what? the same time. Actually, okay. it's funny. We were roommates while we were there. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So did he have any part in the recruitment? Was is he the reason that he initiated or that's a big coincidence? <laughs> Look, uh when he uh when when Jackson State did offer, um, and I posted it, Brandon was like, bro, just come over here. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like for him, it was like, dude, just just come over. What do you no doing? brainer? It was a no-brainer for him. But uh I mean him, CS, Kurt, Evan, I talked to you know a lot of those guys. Um, when I was in the portal and I was trying to make my decision. Um, but yeah, I mean, it. I, I already knew Brandon. So it was mm-hmm. like, it was like, yeah, just the move was, the transition was a lot easier, especially because I knew somebody over here. So. Right. So I love how those guys, man, how it's a, a, a team effort when it comes to recruiting. It's not just the coaches. You mentioned Sayers and Kurt. So did you know those guys prior or was it just, boom, a, a DM? Like, hey, I'm at Jackson State. Let's go. Dude, the moment I posted that I got an offer, I think my Twitter, I couldn't open my oh, Twitter. Yeah. I had so many tweets and mm-hmm. mentions and comments. It was just, I was like, okay, let me stay away from my phone. Um, but the CS, I think, was one of the first to reach out. Um, and while I was going through the process, I was just calling guys, trying to actually talk to not just coaches, but also players on the team. Wow. Trying, to get their, awesome. um, trying to get their, what's it called? I guess their take on how they mm-hmm. like the school. Um, just kind of moving away from the coaching and recruiting aspect gotcha. of it. I just wanted to hear from the guys that are there. Um, and I was doing that with all the schools, but I mean, the guys okay. here, they just, they just made the biggest impact. So what were some of the things that they were saying that kind of stood out in, in terms of why they like it and why they felt you should come? Uh, for one, the, 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 the engagement in the community, um, they did not lie. They said Jackson state, the community, the fan base, uh, the alumni, everybody down here is here to support. And I felt nothing but support since I got here. Mm-hmm. Um, so it it was really just that sense of community um, that the guys were preaching. I already knew I was going to come in and come in here and I was going to play. Um, mm-hmm. But I was just really looking for that stable sense of community and just camaraderie. And that's that's one of the things that the guys were preaching. And I feel it. And what have you noticed from the fans as far as support, not just on Twitter, but just when you're walking around campus or walking around town going to grab something to eat? 
Oh, I mean, it's it's people always asking, like, hey, do you play for Jackson State? And I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> and they'll ask for your number and they'll ask who I am. <laughs> they ask for your phone number? Not my phone number, but my jersey oh, number. Okay. Okay. I was about to say. <laughs> they'll ask what number I'm wearing on the field. And okay. they're like, yep, I sit up here in this box or I'm sitting wow. over here and they're like, yeah, we're, we're going to see you and we're going to cheer you on. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's just the, the fan base and the community here is just, it's real. Mm-hmm. It's real. And then uh talk about the recruitment. How did the actual recruit, cause you said Brandon hit you up after he saw the, the tweet, mm-hmm. uh, but how did the recruitment start with Jackson state? So what, I forget what day it was, but I was literally working. <laughs> um, and, I got a call from, I think, Coach Simmons um, at FAMU, and he called, he offered. Um, and then probably about an hour later, uh, Coach TC called, and he offered. Mm-hmm. And I talked to Coach J.O., I talked to Coach O., and I talked to more of their coaches. I talked to more of the coaches here um, at Jackson, but it was kind of like a domino effect. You know, Coach TC called through the offer, and then Coach J.O., our offensive line coach, he called. I spoke with him for a little while, and then Coach O called, and I spoke with him for a little while, and the quarterbacks called. It was just – Wow. It was just really – I'm not going to say overwhelming, but it was just really welcome. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It was, it was really cool of those guys to reach out, and they just kept reaching out. So um, they got me down here on a visit, and I committed on my visit. You know, I okay. shut it down after I got here. Um, I'm pretty sure they weren't going to let me leave. No, <laughs> you know, they get out of the city. Without they weren't gonna let me out the sit without being the tiger, and it worked out. So, first time in Mississippi on that visit was that your first time? It was my first time. So, what did you expect? And you can be honest, like, what were you expecting? The, not, I don't mean Jackson, I mean yeah. Mississippi, Jackson, just have never been, been here before. And what did you actually see? So, I've been, I kind of compared it, I thought it would be more like Alabama. So I've been down, I've been down south this way for a little bit. Um, so I kind of already had an idea of what it looked like, uh, the heat, the weather. Um, so it wasn't too far off from what I thought at all. Um, mm-hmm. I think Jackson is just a better location um, than some of the other schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, obviously you got Jackson, but then you got Pearl, you got Ridgeland, you got Brandon, you got a lot of other places that you can go and you know, explore out here. So it's not just limited to Jackson. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was pretty much, it met my expectations really. Okay. Yeah. And nothing really surprised me except for the heat. I will say the heat is. Yeah, that, it's yeah, I want to ask you about that. It's, it's a different type of beast. I know they call it California, sunny California, but just compared to the differences in the heat. Dude, on California, in California, it's about 75 and sunny. You get the breeze from the coast every day. Yeah. Yeah. It's never really hot. It's sunny, but it's never really hot in California. Gotcha. Now, here it's hot. <laughs> like it's 100 degrees with 50% humidity. I haven't I haven't even experienced like one of the rain, you know, people will tell me it'll just rain out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it'll get really hot. I haven't experienced that yet. Um, but it's just the weather. It, I'm still getting acclimated. I'll tell you that. Absolutely. Much. Yeah, it, uh, it takes time. It takes time, especially because I've been in colder cities mm-hmm. all this time. You know, it right. snows. And I mean, I think one time in Pullman, it was snowing in July. So, wow. you wow. know, I've, I've been in some really cold places. So it's def- it's a 
it's it's different down here. I, I'll tell you that. It's different. It's different. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, it rarely snows, but it will get cold. So you do have that to look forward to. But, you know, I'm glad you're uh, adjusting to it. And uh, I know coming from just, you know, L.A. to L.A. area, Mississippi can be a different, uh, you know, culture shock for you. So glad you're uh, kind of, you know, find yourself at home. Definitely ha happy about that. And then mm -hmm. also you, earlier you were talking about you committed on your visit. Mm -hmm. Why? What made you commit on the visit? I told my mom the first time I was in the portal. Actually, the first time I was in the portal, I wanted to come to Jackson State. Um, okay. and it was one of those things where it just didn't happen the way I wanted it to. Mm -hmm. Um, my best friend, his whole family is down here in Mississippi. They live okay. in Florida. so okay. Um, they wanted me to come down here, and it was just the moment they threw the offer, I was like, Oh, yeah, it's coming back full circle, almost like I was supposed to be here. Um, so I took the visit. I mean, it was it just felt like home. I mean, I shut it down after that. I had other visits planned. Um, I was going to see other schools. Some tickets were booked. Um, and, you know, we were just sitting in that cafe with me and the coaches and we were talking. And I was like, you know what? I feel comfortable with doing it. You know, um, I didn't want to sec. I, I didn't have to second guess. I didn't have to overthink. It just felt like home. So mm -hmm. I, I called it quits on the visit. <laughs> I called it quits. Mm -hmm. I committed um i told my folks before i hopped on the plane i was like yeah i'm gonna commit here and they had my mm -hmm. full support or i had their full support but mm -hmm. you know i i i felt really at home like this is where i was supposed to be so right right and i know you enjoyed seeing the vet the stadium because you and i kind of talked about it uh when you after you committed so just mm -hmm. just let the world know let the fans know your experience at the vet and what you think about it and, and wanting to play there dude i walked in the vet and i <laughs> i tried visualizing just what it was like i've seen plenty of videos plenty of people have sent me videos on instagram or twitter just showing me what it's like during season i've watched plenty of games while i was you know in the portal um but i can't wait to play in the vet um me personally i think it's gonna be pretty surreal um just in terms of me coming from pwi and playing on that you know kind of stage coming to an HBCU and not just playing in front of 60,000 people, but mm -hmm. 60,000 people that look like me. So I think for me, it's going to be pretty surreal. Um, our first home game, but I can't wait. I really can't wait. All right. Now talk about coach J.O. I know he had a lot to do with it as being your position coach. So uh, talk about the conversations kind of early on, not the specifics, but just how you were able to kind of uh, jail with him and buy in and trust what he had to say. Mm -hmm. uh, coach J.O. is just real. He's a real coach. Um, he doesn't sugarcoat much. Uh, he tells you how it is, um, but he really wants nothing but the best for you. Um, and he's he's very technical as well. Um, he, me and him, we just sat down and, you know, he kind of told me what we needed um, and how I could help. And, you know, I was just blessed, really, that I was, you know, I was chosen to come in here and help the way that I could. Um, but Coach J.O., he's a great coach. He really works us. Um, he pushes us. Um, and he challenges us every day. Every day is a challenge. He doesn't let us walk out our meeting room without having a set goal for the next practice. Um, and his just thing is just stacking days. Mm -hmm. So he's, he's one of those coaches that's really technical. He's always going to be on you. Um, but his expectation is greatness. Um, mm -hmm. And I sat in that room with him on my visit and telling him that, you know, this may be my last year and I just want to send it off in the right way. 
um, end up on the all swack honors, just be known as a really physical dude on the field. Um, and he's holding me to that. So um, I'm just, I'm just grateful to have him as a coach. Um, he's a great dude. Um, and I'm just, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to learn under him, man. He's, he, he knows, he knows, mm-hmm. he knows a lot. So it's just dope having that in the coach. You talked about him challenging you. Well, I'm going to challenge you right now. I'm going to put you on the spot. So we call him coach J.O. I call him that because I can't pronounce his last name. So let's see if you can do it. Can you pronounce your position <laughs> coach's last name right here on Tiger Talk? No edits. No edits. Oh, man. I don't even want to try. <laughs> I'm a butcher. I was hoping you could because I can't. So Look, we'll call, I've, we'll I've, call... only, I've only heard his last name pronounced only twice. Mm-hmm. Only twice. It, I'd have to hear it again. Even sometimes after he says it, I'm just like, how? Right. Yeah. Right, well, that's the homework, man. You, you, you got to learn that at some point. You, you got to <laughs> learn your position coach's last day. <laughs> I'll try it. All right. I'll, I'll... All right. So I got an easy, easy one for you. T.C. Taylor. I know you can pronounce that. Talk about the head man and the relationship with you and him. He's also really technical and he will push. He will push you um, to be the best you can every day in practice. Um, he is a very, what's the word? He, he's he's very calm. Um, I like the way that he leads this team um, and the way that, you know, he just challenges us every day to come in with the right mindset, with the right energy. Um, he's just one hell of a dude as well. Um, I told him what I wanted to do, you know, and, he said, "I, you know, he has he's supporting me in that as well. Um, but he he's a dope dude, man. I, I I will say this coaching staff is probably the my favorite coaching staff I've ever wow. had. Journey, um, they're they're just really they're great people first and great coaches as well. So, wow." That's interesting, man. Our kudos to Coach Taylor for assembling this staff in a short amount of time because when mm-hmm. he officially got the job, I think National Signing Day was like a couple of days or maybe a week or two away. Uh, not mm-hmm. only did he put together a staff in a record amount of time, but he put together number one HBCU recruiting class, number two in FCS. So that was kind of on the fly, on the spot. So definitely kudos and shout out to him for that. Good stuff. Yes, sir. Now, one thing you said, I just want to go back to it. I know the fans, they're sharp. They're listening and they caught it. They're going to be upset mm-hmm. if I don't rewind it and kind of get the explanation on this. You said you were talking to Coach J.O. and you told him this might be your last season. So what's the what's the eligibility situation? Um, I, know, I know it's COVID and red shirts and all this type of stuff. What's going on? This is my sixth year of college football. Um, okay. So just taking every day with a grain of salt. Um, you never know if you're going to get a seventh year or not. Um, but it's just I'm taking every day like it's my last. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if it is, then – I can walk away with no regrets, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm just treating every day like it's my last because, gotcha. you know, some people, you know, I don't want to say I've taken this grant game for granted, but this game just, it's different. You know, mm-hmm. um, once it's done, it's done. You can't, you know, you can't be mm-hmm. playing football when you're 50 or 60. So mm-hmm. I, I really approach unless you Tom Brady. <laughs> unless you Tom Brady. Yeah. You know, I try and approach this every day with like, it's my last. Um, just trying to leave it all out on the field every day. At least that's my mentality. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I leave tomorrow's worries for tomorrow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So talk about camp, man. Did you Were you here for the summer, spring, or when did you enroll? So let us know that and then how camp has gone, especially the fall camp. Mm-hmm. I got here towards the back end of the summer session. 
I did my own um, summer training back in California while I was in the portal. Um, but I got here pretty late, um, but I didn't, I feel like I didn't miss a beat really. Um, I was studying playbook while I was, you know, committed. Um, you know, I was putting in the work while I was at home. So I felt like once I got here, I didn't really lose anything. Um, I felt like I had the upper hand actually on a few people. Mm. Um, but I got here in the summer um, <clears throat> and just fall camp has been awesome. Um, like I said, it's hot. And Coach Taylor does a great job of making sure that we're hydrated, number one. We got food in us, um, number two. Um, and this fall camp is it, it's fun, I'll tell you that much. Um, our D-line is probably one of the best D-lines I've ever gone against. Um, mm. it's, it's just fun. It's just fun going against them every day in practice because um, every day they get me better. Um, mm. And I tell them, you know, like, <laughs> whoop my ass, you know, excuse my mm. language. But, you know, I want them to do that because that makes me better um, and vice versa. We hold each other accountable in practice every day. Um, so fall camp has really been it's been fun, um, but it's also been really technical. We're all working really hard um, to get each other better. Um, as coach likes to say, iron sharpens iron. Mm -hmm. um, so we're all just trying to be the best that we can be. But not only for our position group, but the position group that we play against. Um mm -hmm. Because if we strain in practice, you know, game days will be easy. So this fall camp has been really fun. It's been really physical. I'll tell you that much. Um, really, really physical, um, but fun more than anything. And one thing that the fans are you know, always wondering about or even concerned about is the offensive line as far as gelling. Because you guys have to be on one page, almost on a string. And I know mm -hmm. for the most part, this is a brand new O-line. A couple guys are carrying over from last season. But for the most part, mm -hmm. a bunch of new guys just kind of thrown out there. So how has that come along? Do we feel as though we can be where we need to be when we hit Atlanta? I feel like once we hit Atlanta, we'll be where we need to be. Um, but like I said, we got a couple weeks up until that point that we still need to work on certain things. I think that we all gel. Like, there's no doubt about that. I love this position group. Uh, we all love each other. And I feel like we all have each other's backs. There's no animosity within that mm -hmm. room. Everybody holds each other accountable and everybody in that room wants to see everybody succeed. Mm -hmm. um, so there's no doubt about that. I think when it comes to Atlanta, we just got to tighten up a few things, a few, few little things, really just sharpen up our skills and our technique. Um, but I have no doubt that this O-line will be prepared um, because we hold each other accountable. And, of course, we we know that this offense will go just as far as we do. So mm -hmm. uh, we're, we're, we're straining every day, every day to be better, and every day we can get better. All right, and with that first game coming up in Atlanta, talk to me about the season as you look at the schedule. I know, you know, a lot of these games and even the rivalries uh, – probably new to you but what stands out what do you what game do you kind of not necessarily circle but what are you looking forward to the most it could be the first home game you know seeing that vet packed or hitting the road atlanta miami is always a big one so what's standing out so far uh well at first atlanta first atlanta um that's the first game that we got to go in and we got to win we got to dominate um we have to put on for the swag um so that game has been marked on my calendar also because my family will be there to come see me play um so that game and our first game in the vet is going to be surreal for me. Um, yeah, I can't, <laughs> I can't wait. You know, I actually, I, I dream about playing in the vet. Um, so it's, it's, <sighs> I'm excited for the season. I can't just single out one game really. Like I said, I, I take every day, like it could be my last. So I'm, I'm just trying to make the most of every day, every game. I'm trying to be the best I can be. 
Um, but yeah, that 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 first game against South Carolina State, um, I'm waiting for. It's marked on my calendar. And just looking at the schedule as a whole, when we look at the uh, the conference schedule, coming from you know Los Angeles, I know you said a couple of years back you wanted to be at Jackson State, and then Alabama A and M offered you. So I know as of late you you become familiar with the SWAC and just HBCU football in general. But growing up, were you familiar with it? And if not, what was your first introduction to HBCU HBCUs in general, but specifically football? Uh, I would say my first time in the transfer portal would be my first time getting really familiar. Okay. Um, with HBCU football. Um, like I said, you know, earlier, I didn't know too much coming out of high school about football. I just knew that I loved to play it. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know much about FBS or FCS. I didn't know that there was a difference. Okay. Um, when I was in high school, I was 17. I just loved to play the game and I loved to put people in the ground. Um, but my first time in the transfer portal when I got offered by Alabama A&M, okay. um, it was my first time. Um, really, I guess, having exposure to an HBCU. Um, and it was always something that intrigued me. Um, but I thought the first time around it'd be better if I went to Idaho State. But this, uh, it's it's one of those things that I'm grateful for. Um, because like I said, I've always been at a PWI. Um, and I haven't really been surrounded um, with people that look like me since mm-hmm. you know, elementary school. Um, so it's just one of those things that I I find it's it, it's just really surreal. I, I I hate to keep saying that word, but it's just one of those things I can't really fathom just yet. Um, what it's gonna feel like, um, but I am you know I wasn't too familiar with the swag um, when I was in the portal my first time either. Um, so now I'm pretty familiar with it though, you know, <laughs> pretty familiar. I can tell you know the rivalries, fam. You know, that's going to be a game we have to win. <laughs> We're going to win. We're going to have to win that game. Um, and, of course, you know, the SWAC championship, that's one thing that we won again. So, you know, I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm pretty familiar with it now. Okay. So I know you're still learning and everything is kind of a crash course for you, but it's one thing I want to see if you know. If not, it's, it's your first thing you got to do after the podcast. We have – well, first of all, I'll see if you know how many Hall of Famers, pro football Hall of Famers does Jackson State have. I know we got Walter Payton. That's the easy one. Uh, Can you tell me Jack- the number? Not, not the name. That, okay, that's who I was looking for. Jackie Slayer. How many? Okay, how many total? Two. Four. 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 So you you can look them up. I know you're still learning, so not not trying to put you on the spot. Okay. But I Walter okay. Payton, that's the easy one. But I was interested to see if you knew Jackie Slater. So do you know mm-hmm. why I was so interested in seeing if you knew Jackie Slater, knew of him? Why? He plays your position. And he played 20 years in the NFL for your, well, I guess you are, I don't know who your team is, but the Los Angeles Rams, and he still lives out there. So that's one that you yeah. should definitely, you should get to know him personally. Yeah. Great guy. Yeah. Right. I'm a, I'll tell you this. <laughs> when I was, when we were growing up, the Rams had left. Mm-hmm. So my dad growing up, he was a Cowboy fan. Mm-mm. Coincidentally, I'm a Cowboy fan. Mm-mm. Nah, I'll, leave. <laughs> I'll leave you alone on that one. <laughs> it's all good it's all good yeah. but no uh but but no good stuff but i uh, definitely look up the other two that'll be your homework uh you know mm-hmm. a story story program at jackson state so i'm uh, happy mm-hmm. to have you a part of it and we want to see you go far i hope to see you obviously do great things go on i'm pretty sure your goal is to play at the next level but if mm-hmm. not or once your playing days are over what's that fallback plan is it going to be the full time the, the cooking catering or what, what's the goal 
you know, I wrestle with that. I actually had a friend ask me about that last night, what I'm going to do. Um, and I don't really know yet. I know what I love to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I love to help people. I love to serve. Um, I love to travel. Um, I just don't know what that looks like when it comes to a job yet. Sure. Um, but I knew, you know, I always know that I want to help people in whatever capacity I can. I want to serve. I want to give back. Um, so something that allows me to do all of that travel, um, and we'll see what, you know, what the future holds, but you know, I'm not too, uh, I'm not too sure on what that, what that looks like just yet. That's fine. That's fine. What's your major? So I'm studying urban and regional planning here at Jackson state. All right. Good stuff. All right, man. And before we let you go, uh, let's hear it. Let's uh, have a message for the fans. What do you want to say? They're all watching. Oof, message for fans. Um, I just want to say thank you for having me. Um, really, I just want to say thank you to Jackson State and the community, really, for just taking me in, a kid from the West Coast, um, and just bringing me into you guys' community. Um, and I look to have a great season. I look for this team to have a great season. And you will see me being pretty physical on the field this year. So No doubt. No doubt. Keep up, keep look. All right, good stuff, man. And then uh, last thing, I know you you gave it out earlier, but just one more time in case they missed it, the social media handles and also including IG. I don't think you gave us the Instagram. Okay, so my Instagram is underscore, underscore, Big Diesel, B-I-G-D-D-I-E-S-E-L. And then my full page um, for Sir Signature Creations is at Sir Signature um, on Instagram. All right. Good stuff, man. And after the season, you got to do it for me. We got to set up a time and a date, have an event where you can cook for us and we can invite the Tiger Talk crew, the 1400 Club, the coaches and a few fans as well. Can we can we get that? Yes, sir. I love to. Yes, sir. What's your, what's your best dish if you had to pick one? Man, I can't. I Look, I do a mean gumbo. Oh, ooh. I do a mean gumbo. Ooh, I'll tell you that much. We're not too far from New Orleans. That's sounding good. Okay. No, we're not too far from New Orleans. I'll do it right. All right. It's a deal, man. I'm going to hold you to it now. Okay. That's cool with me. Let's do it. All right. There you have it. The Diesel, sir. Riley, man. Thank you for your time. We appreciate it. Looking forward to seeing you dominate. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, man. Have a good one. You too. Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club is presented by Bet Online.